Chapter Three, Call Me. A customer came into the bookshop at the next morning. William, no, Mister Smith. Well, have you got any books by Dickens? Mister Smith asked. William sighed. Not again. No, he said slowly and patiently. This is the travel bookshop. We only sell travel books. Oh, and that new John Graham book? No, John Graham doesn't write travel books either. Oh, right. Have you got a copy of Romeo and Juliet? William looked at Mrs. Smith, then shouted, "Martin, your customer!" Martin came out from behind some shelves with a warm smile on his face. "Can I help you?" he asked Mr. Smith. As William started sadly out of the window, a bus went past the shop. On the side was a large picture of Anna in her film, Herricks. He couldn't stop thinking about her. A few days later, William walked into his kitchen. "Hi, Spike." "Hi." Spike was never Britain's best-dressed man, but today his clothes were even stranger than usual. He was wearing William's scuba diving suit with a pair of goggles on his head. "Er,、uh, Spike, why are you wearing my scuba diving suit? No clean clothes. There never will be if you don't wash them. Sometimes," William suggested. And I was look, looking around your room, and I found this. Great, isn't it? I think I look good in it. Are?、Huh? It was a lovely day, and they went outside into the sunshine. Spike, still in the scuba diving suit, tried unsuccessfully to lead his newspaper through the goggles. There is something wrong with these, William. He said, pointing to the goggles. That's because they were made specially for my eyes, so I can see the fish. All right. So, any messages for me? William asked. Yes, I wrote down two. Two. Were there only two messages? You want me to write down all of them? William closed his eye and sighed. The ones you didn't write down. Who were they from? Hmm. Were there one? No, it's gone. I just can't remember anything about them. Oh no! Wait, your mother's leg is hurting her again, and don't forget lunch on Saturday. Any others? Asked William hopefully. No, that's it. No others. Spike sat back in his chair and closed his eyes. Then he seemed to remember something. Oh. But if you want all your messages, there was one from American Girl a few days ago. Anna, I think she said. William's heart stopped. What did you see say? Well, it was a bit strange. She said, "Hi, it's Anna." And then she said, "Call me at the lit." And then she gave a different name. What was the name? Uh, no idea. One name's difficult enough to remember, but two. Warm land inside. Hello, is that the Lit Hotel? He said when a man answered the phone. Can I help you, sir? Ah,、uh, I hope you can. I'm afraid, friend of Anna Scott. She left me a message. She's staying with you. She asked me to call her. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We have nobody here of that name. 
No, that's right. I, I know that she's using another name. She left a message with the, my lodger. Uh, that mistake. Think of the stupidest person you know. Well, my lodger's even worse. He's so stupid. Try Frinstone. William looked up from the phone and turned towards Spike. What? Try Frinstone. Spike repeated. William spoke slowly, slowly into the phone. Is it possible that Crimson means anything to you? I'll put you through, sir. William could hear another phone ringing. He tried to stay calm. What shall, shall I say? He said to himself. He practiced a few words. Hi, 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 Anna. Hi, hi. And then he heard her voice. Hi. Oh hi! It's William Tucker. We uh, I work in a bookshop. You called me. Well, yes, three days ago. I'm so sorry. You probably think it was a mistake. My stupid lodger Spike took the message, and he didn't give it to me until now. Oh, okay, she said slowly. Perhaps I could come to the Litz for tea or something. Yes. But I'm little busy today. She was silent for minutes. But let's try four o'clock. Right, great. William put down the phone. Wonderful.